I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Hey gals, welcome back to It Gals Podcast. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay Doyle. <laughs> Sorry, we're back with another episode and you gals have been dying for this episode. We're going to be talking about normal people the series it's been so good so we're dying to talk about it but first it is still the start of the month so if you've been thinking about becoming an ex-gal and joining up to our patreon now is the time to do it 79 almost 80 episodes up there so Mm -hmm. that's nearly 100 hours of listening so if you're bored if you need some entertainment like no one regrets signing up to ex-gals we get messages every day being like I'm so delighted I signed up totally and it's like the best thing is is like even if it's just for this month you can sign up it's you know not uh, you don't have a three month minimum or anything like that it's just month by month it works out around five euro a month for the month as I said you can get your podcast gone straight through to your phone some people as well were confused I think about I got some messages being like I missed the first day can I still sign up we just say the start of the month because it makes the most sense financially because you get charged up front and then you get charged the first of the month going forward so obviously the earlier the better yeah uh, but first but week still time it's yeah. still cool so go ahead we were discussing on our um, live stream we do live streams on X Gals for all tiers at half eight every Every Monday and we were discussing some of our past episodes because it's been a trip looking back at everything we've done over there That's already mad. like we did a period sex one an orgasm one where we orgasmed down the microphones like fake orgasm <laughs> orgasmed we gave fake orgasm tips like there's been we delved into this crazy feckin relationship I had for a minute which was just the whole reason that we needed to create another platform to be able to have our secrets yeah so yeah it's deadly being able to just have that big bank that archive that you can go into and if it's a month and you just want a hardcore listen for a month or you can continue on our journey with x gals and also we dropped um some merch for them last night just a quick little ty for um what you did with like thank you so much to everyone who bought our merch when we were uh, raising money for the charities. How yes. much do we make, baby? We made 1,800 euro. So that is 900 euro uh, for each charity, which again That's is... So good. So good. So, so generous of you guys. We reached out to the um, charities today and we do it by bank transfer. So the money, and we'll put it up on Instagram when we actually have it donated through, but they were both so thankful and 900 euro is amazing. Like Lindsay and I were would, would have been happy with like 200 quid each of the charity. We were yeah. like, because you never know. And it's just the proceeds. Like we said, like, um, you know, we don't get that much from our merch, but yeah. uh, so whatever we made, 100%, we did give to charity because obviously they've been, you know, just with this whole COVID thing, there's so much attention on Miss Verona. 
they're yes. missing out on the other chazas so yes. we're so, glad to be able to have given some money to them in this trying time delighted to delighted to and they'll be getting it this week um, so as we said this week we're going to be talking about Normal People the TV show if you do not know if you've watched Normal People a lot of people have binged it yeah go back in your It Gals archives we have done a book club review of this book okay we were ahead of the curve and it was it gals our listeners who uh, like told us to read it yeah they knew we would resonate with the story they knew it was like gonna grip us we were like really i don't know the cover is red it ain't pink but (laughs) (laughs) it is obviously written by uh an irish woman who's our age you know she's like what 29 30 ish so uh it's an amazing story if you have binged the show i would still encourage you to read the book because the book is always really special and if you don't want to do that by all means 100% go back and listen to our episode on normal people because I think it'll give you that's more like plot you know about Lindsay and I's opinion on the specificities specificities of the the plot but in this week's episode we're going to be talking about the TV adaption adaptation uh, what we thought and then we're going to go on and kind of talk about some of our quote unquote normal people moments yeah we're not going to give any spoilers so this is a not like a spoiler alert kind of pod about so you there's only we've only watched like three to four Jenny's watched four episodes yeah. I've watched three so um we don't you know we haven't finished the we haven't binged it just yet it's actually, I'm liking I was talking to Jack about it I'm liking watching it week by week I have so to say am I. it's actually a lot to take on it's not the kind of bingey thing that I would consider watching because it is like you really hold it deep within your heart when you're watching it it's so yeah. emotive and I anyway, think we'll get into it but I, yeah I think if I binged it I would rush it, you know, like I could definitely could binge it, but I feel I would miss a lot. So I'm kind of liking like having it like a, you know, kind of letting it digest. I'm well, I think with this it. whole COVID, everyone has said that they've been so nostalgic. And I remember when I was in school and we didn't have the internet, like you had to wait for shows to come out. Yeah, which so, seems like, I love like saying that to people now. You're like, we had to wait for the yeah. show to come out. So it was like once a week, whatever show was coming, like you'd be dying for it. I like when, I even like it when Netflix do that, when they're like one episode out every two weeks. So I'm like, I. I like that. I think they should do that for more shows because even like what's <laughs> like great for my relation at the moment because obviously as we said on Xcals, we're doing Monday night streams during Quar. We're going to keep doing that weekly for May. But every Monday there's also this like Chicago Bulls show two episodes early so Evan has something because he's not like when are you done he's just like watching his Chicago Bulls show and I'm like brilliant but you know he would have totally binged that you know in a a night if that was Mm. out but it's like it's nice when you're like no I love it when you're like my show's on today yeah well it actually makes you appreciate the show show Mm. more because there isn't that sense of guilt that you get when you binge something and you're like oh my god I actually can't believe I sat in front of a screen for six hours and I forget it if I binge it I'll binge something and then someone's like do you remember this episode I'm like no yeah because I continue (laughs) to watch it while I'm like one eye asleep but um so it is definitely I'm so glad I did read the book oh my god me too I'm like I actually like no offense if you haven't read the book but I feel like I'd, I'm getting like we're not book shaming here I'm not book shaming but I'm definitely getting an enriched appreciation 100%. for the TV show um, but I will also say like kudos one uh, there's an it gal whose mum was mum or dad was an editor on the show um, and she was telling me and I'm like you know kudos to everyone who worked on that show because it was cast and it's being produced and the direction it's shot so beautifully the whole I think. thing is beautiful and it literally is like the book coming to life oh there's nothing like it is like reading it yeah, through it your eyes I am um, 
I just, oh, I loved it from the first episode. I mean, so we were told about it literally after we did the book club review. So people yeah, were like, it's being yeah. made into a show. And we were like, it was like, because you know the way usually you, um, there's this book that Fiona and I love by Jonathan Franzen called Freedom and the rights for the movie movie have been bought and sold and bought and sold for years and it's ne- it would be such a good movie. Very similar kind of like coming of age. It would mm-hmm. just be fucking unreal as a movie and like we keep hearing like they bought the rights and then we're like yay the movie will be it and they're like we're aiming for 2035. Oh you know, these God. things take so I know. long. Yeah I love that they were quick off we the cuff with it. We could so quick. It and also amazing. apparently BBC said whatever Sally Rooney writes they are going to be that's mental like what like what an amazing achievement thing to, yeah for like and for Ireland to have this amazing woman who is just like she writes so simply like such we were just speaking about this before we started recording you know it's such a simple story but the way she writes about just simplicity with like you know it's not this big wild twists and turns now yeah. there are but they're still maintained within this like circumference of like a normal understandable yeah. kind of um, situation Yeah so it doesn't I think, start To divulge into like You know A different genre Or like It doesn't start To become like You know Now it's about Murder mystery You know The yeah. way some books Can do, do that Well it's like Super believable yeah. However It still leaves you Intrigued so, mm. Some parts are A bit unbelievable That you're like I wonder what happened there So it kind of Makes it even more realistic Because it's like yeah. That whole idea The book itself Was written from Both their perspectives so um, yeah, that it was, was like you were never really knowing what was going on in either home yeah. or mind. And I found that you always, you never like, I mean, I'm sure there's different points in the book and in the show that like you'll be on more on one person's side than the other. But like I found that the two, that the characters, Connell and Marianne were both very like equally represented. Like mm-hmm. they were both very like, I liked them both equally equally, and I, I could see both equal amounts of faults in both of them. Yeah. You know, like there There's was no, no one favoritism. Bad guy. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like poor Marianne or like, oh, poor Connell, this woman fucked him over. Or this girl, oh, she yeah. was the underdog and this, the popular guy fucked her. You know, it was always very like empathetic, equally empathetic to both characters, which I enjoyed because I just didn't feel like I was being pulled by the author. I don't like it when mm. I can tell an author is, or in a TV show when they're like, Trying to get me on someone's bad side I'm like Let me make my own mind up Yeah You know totally. I like it when a story just Well let it be a journey it. Yeah You know And I think So Sally Rooney wrote um, The script as well Alongside oh, Another script writer Like a really um, Well known script writer So she That's how Hands on she was With the whole yeah. um, I love that Because the script is um, You know Obviously from a book I've seen many books That have gone to become movies and a lot of the time it's like basically just the same thing mm. but actually uh, there's not a lot of dialogue in the there's script I so I love that. that yeah you know I think that's really amazing to come from a book which is obviously only dialogue to then you know it's more what I loved about the book and I really this is what stayed with me from her writing style was that like she really focused on sounds yeah and I remember like Connell's mum would be like lifting the kettle and the clack of the kettle and like putting it down in the cradle those simple little things that she would hone in on and very much about the sensory totally and I'm getting that so much from the show and I think it's kind of like those heightened feelings that you get when you're in the first flirtations of fancying someone so all your kind of senses are like heightened and I get that from the show so I think that's why there isn't maybe not as much need for like the dialogue to tell the story and I think that goes to like 
uh, you know, attests so much to the director's ability to translate that because that's so hard. You know, the director is Lenny Abram, I believe, and he's like very well renowned as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my mom before and she'd be like bed into all those BBCs and she's like, he's an incredible director. And you can tell that like that he was like, it is a guy, isn't it? I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll Google it, but um, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, you never know these days of people's names uh, being Lenny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like misgender it now people would be like you're man washing um but you I think like his ability to kind of present that I was really impressed with like all the like unspoken things because that's a big yeah. thing in that book that there's so many weird moments between like obviously her relationship with her mom is that is so my strange. dog sorry can you hear that Jenny <laughs> yeah yeah through the focus that's my dog snoring she'll calm down in a moment um oh Abraham Abrahamson um as far as I'm aware but yeah so um yeah I just thought that like that's a big thing in the show it's like and in the book that it's the it's the unspoken things and like small little moments between characters that there's no dialogue and to be able to actually portray that on a tv show is really uh I don't know I'm just like fair play fair play to fair you play yeah like the science that I'm talking about that were the kind of sensory that was very much alive in the writing style is then very much alive in the show because like I even noticed in one episode Conal gulps and it's so loud and like the little door closing and the latch of the door like all those sounds and the thought of him coming into her house are very strong um which in other shows wouldn't really be you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um with all that being said right on the first three or four episodes what were some like moments where you were like brought back to the book or just in general like what were some standout moments for you well, let's talk about, I think, as well, when, so we're first seeing them. Because I never really, I didn't have, like, much of a vision of either of them. I had um, such a strong vision of you? them. Yeah. I didn't really from the book. I mean, I kind of just thought, like, brunette, like, whatever. I didn't have, uh, I can't remember, but I can't really remember them being described as, like, in other books that I've read where it's literally, like, you know, the shape of their face from the writing. I don't think... Well, they were described through each other's eyes a lot of the time. And I remember Connell was definitely described as like a tall, kind of athletic, good looking guy. And like my mind went very directly to like that kind of Irishy looking, but very handsome, yeah. big, like almost farmer build kind of ga player, which I think your man, uh, Paul Mescal, is so well cast as. Oh, so well he's cast. obviously so, so good looking, but he's also in my opinion, in a good way, really Irish looking. Really Irish. Like he's not like good looking, even though he's Irish, but he looks like he could be Swedish. You know, it's like he's uh, looks like an Irish man. Well, I think what they did with the lighting, from what I can tell, that it's so blue toned. It's the really, whole, the grading is all blue. Yeah. yeah. So it really brings out the Irish skin, like the yeah. reds and the bluey undertones. So, because since I've seen him, like, you know, in different interviews and stuff. Even he on actually, his Insta. Yeah, he has much warmer skin tone and he seems, like, he looks a lot different. So yeah. I think they really sucked all the freaking life out of him to make him The grading is so cool possible. in it, isn't it? It's like, it actually makes me a bit like, kind of like, mm, cozy. Like, I, f- I was watching it one day when it was really sunny. It was actually this morning I was watching one episode and I was like, feels weird to be watching this like dreary because it, it obviously is getting that Irishness across. Like It's sl- very cold. Sl- yeah, it's cool. It's blue toned. It's like also like the whole, the, you know, the, there's that scene of her like and she's drenched when her brother like 
makes her get into school late and it's yeah. so like and I know Sligo is known I know my dad's friends used to live there and they were like when the weather gets there it is like mm. shocking the worst. right yeah it's the west you know you're right on the Atlantic you get pelted out of it so they really get that across so well I think yeah. um but her yeah she's also yeah I think there was less of a description of Marianne other than like she was never like portrayed like I know, yeah, I didn't have as much of a, I, for some reason in my mind she had curly hair. I thought she was described as having curly hair and for my whole thing in the book she had this curly brown hair. I feel like the if they did describe any of their kind of looks down to the specifics of hair or noses mm. or whatever because I did have like a vision that like they spoke about her body and his body I think yeah. him being tall and her being slight yes. and and she was skinny. Yeah, she was skinny. skinny. They mentioned that but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think the hair maybe they kind of said frazzled hair which yeah. definitely or unkempt I yeah. think it was always like thrown up so. so on Twitter a lot of people were saying oh I was expecting Marianne to be uglier she wasn't like she's too pretty to be yeah. Marianne but I remember saying to Jenny about this actually I was like I think when you were a girl at that age in school unless you're one of the few bitches you feel minging even those girls do yeah they do but like you know I think when you are so far removed mm. from knowing how to do your makeup or like being in the cool gang to know what the fuck to wear you feel so minging and it's not about your actual physical look it's just the kind of growing your boobs are growing they're sore mm. you're getting spots your skin is kind of un- you're not sure what your skin is changing yeah. so I think you know people took that she was ugly or whatever yeah whereas she was just a teenager and everyone kind of feels like that totally and I totally agree with you in that um I think where I something like a note if you will (laughs) just a note on uh, Marianne's (laughs) character um which I thought again I thought she was really well portrayed and like when I saw her I definitely was like yeah that could totally be Marianne it wasn't like you know the way sometimes you read a book and then the film comes out and it's like Emma Watson and you're like what again like, yeah or you're just like Jennifer Lawrence no she's, she's not Jennifer but Lawrence but I think it's beautiful that we don't really know those actors totally. a lot so, so it's like you're not trying to look through them yeah you're like Even yeah, they're, they're fresh faces they will 100% be typecast now from this but however yeah. um, but uh, I think that for me her portrayal because so, so Marianne in those first two episodes say for example we'll talk about mm-hmm. those two first where she's she's portrayed definitely as a like an outcast but she's also like a confident outcast like she's kind of over school as in like she kind of realises which the actress does portray well as in like kind of telling the teacher to go F herself and being like I'm not going to detention like that was very well done but where I kind of fell off was like her awkwardness or shyness around Connell because in the book I didn't really get that from her like I still thought that she was she was almost kind of like teasing him a little bit like that scene where he comes in to collect his mom and they kiss like she was kind of the one to be a bit more forward about it and I know she was the actress was forward about it but she was forward about it in a kind of like sheepish way and I never got like sheepishness from Marianne do you know what I mean that was one scene that I was like what are you talking about they have sex no the first scene where they kiss and she's like we take our clothes off now I I am and maybe this is just my read of the book I read her as like kind of confident almost like kind of like not confident more like didn't really give a shit or like was kind of bluffing almost but in the in the show she seemed a bit more like Oh, 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 and I just didn't think of her like that in the book when I when I read that scene that was my only thing that I was like ah, I think she's a bit more like ballsy 
it's a good do you know she's a really confusing character mm-hmm. like she is. Connell is very much I understand him yeah. I understand his journey I get him but I think with Marianne they've left out purposefully maybe Sally Rooney left out certain aspects of her past yeah I don't understand her mother I don't understand her brother why they hate each other so much uh, yeah. why she has no friends and sure you know I don't get it at all I don't understand that yeah. I understand Connell I understand he's involved with gas so obviously he has like a vast amount of friends his mom was a young mom like yeah. they're you know not as well off as Marianne but I get him and I get that he was clever and he went to Trinity I Marianne I'm like yeah because yeah? I think what it is is like we all know a Connell right like even if you're you know not from a rural area like we all know a guy that was in the popular group of school didn't you know uh, like uh, up front you know have a banging personality like he's not like Mr. Joke 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 or no. like he just kind of fell into the popular group of friends he also does sports so that helps him even though he's not from a very like well to do background it doesn't really matter because it's more about the social status of that that I get mm-hmm. what I don't get which we spoke about on the phone before is like Marianne being supposedly like one of the richest people in the town and having no social status when her brother does have social yeah. status. It's and when very confusing. And it's when in school she's sassy, she's talking back to like That would be I mean cool. I was t- I was kinda like that. I would have been a talker backer. To no the, way. Yeah. No off, sis. I was not at all. <laughs> really? Well because I yeah. never had the work done. So oh, I had okay. to have they were like, Well, Lindsay, get up there and I'd be like, nah whatever. I was okay. like just a bit of a sassy queen and I like hated wearing my uniform so I would always try and like make it look different okay and I probably would have been like that if I was in a uniform school although yeah yeah, yeah it was a so different setup. that was my little avenue into being accepted yes. because like you know I'm not massively rich like compared to some other people from Malahide and stuff I wasn't exactly clever you know I wasn't academic and I wasn't sporty so my way to kind of get in and with the crowd or whatever and like get friends was to be confident in class and speaking mm-hmm. back the way she was so that doesn't make sense because like never we were talking this is what we were like we were debating about but on the same team <laughs> that like she's rich she's clever and she doesn't and give she's, a fuck. And she's sassy. Yeah, so she can. she's well able to speak up for herself. Yeah. Yet no one likes her and she has no friends and she's a fucking nerd. Because what? there's this like, allure, like isn't there like the hint that she's, she went to like a psychiatric, which they didn't go into really in the show. In the book, they're like, she just got back from like a psychiatric unit. There was rumours around yeah. her possibly going to like what I'm imagining is like a St. Pat's I think that's vibe. the intrigue though. I think if Marianne was more of a like, easily followable character mm-hmm. as Conal is then it wouldn't be as like titillating or whatever True. because because the unknown it kind of keeps you clinging yeah. on and that's was... also kind of what gets him hooked on her yes and, and that, you're a bit hooked that you're she's like, eh? so surprising that she's not as she just doesn't give herself away as yeah you know some, maybe some of the other girls who he understands he mm-hmm. gets where they kind of came from he gets their family he knows all about them she kind of leaves you a bit more like intrigued so let's talk about now uh, I think we have to mention the sex scenes and also the reaction to them on like Irish Live radio Line. let me on see if Live I can um, so, find that iconic 
oh so iconic um so basically uh obviously they're like they're very very intense actually it should be in your archive because you popped that thing oh, yes. story um they're really intense sex scenes especially for rte because obviously rte bought the right so it's been which is the funniest thing like, RT. my friend Eamon shout out Eamon if you're listening we were messaging about it and uh he was like oh my god me and my girlfriend nearly spat out our freaking tea <laughs> lolling at the line of her him being like i'm still inside you he was like that is probably the first and only time that will ever be said oh my god like my sister who is at home obviously wanted to watch it so she was popping into the sun room to watch it and my mom was like why are you putting on she's like normal people remember you read the book she's like i heard it's fully pornographic that's sex a sex show they're like yeah, my own mom. You know, the, it sounds like a freaking parody. Yeah. The, the um, what is it? Life, Lifeline or whatever. Um, Liveline. So Live isn't line. it? It's Joe Duffy, isn't it? Yeah, I never listened to Joe. Me neither, but I do remember. Now I want to. Me and Lindsay, side note, did a weird skit of Joe Duffy on Facebook videos. Joe, Joe, like, Joe, Joe. Excuse me, Joe. Let me. And it, I can't believe. It's I love Joe Duffy now. So I want to freaking Joe Duffy's iconic. So like he's iconic. If you're not. Uh, Irish or you don't maybe you don't know who Joe Duffy is he's obviously had like a really big show on Orty did he have one on Orty I'm pretty Fucking sure he did um, for sure. years it would always be like it'd be like he'd be like Joe Duffy and he'd always have this like phone in show back in the day of phone in shows but it was during the day and it was like prime time kind of radio you know so he's just an iconic Irish radio presenter and you know he gets these many many people being like and I don't think they should be allowed in the country at all people are like oh Jesus so here's um, there's this skit done by uh, a comedian I'm presuming but called Steve Murray well, but it is actually the oh no it's the actual yeah. thing he's miming it but if we play this you'll still get uh, you'll get to hear so again if you're not from yeah, Ireland so this is this Joe Duffy be... talking about normal people and the people ringing up 1850-715-815 hello good afternoon and you're very welcome to Liveline It's got five-star reviews. Uh, The TV adaptation of Sally Rooney's award-winning novel, uh, Normal People. I'm just reading the one in The Guardian here, and it's five out of five stars. But I'm reading a piece from The Telegraph this morning, which was uh, reprinted in The Irish Independent. And uh, that was... uh, Less, less than uh, uh, pleased with normal people but people that have contacted us after on bat and I know um, people would have been aware of the uh, the 12 episodes starting on BBC and RT because there's been blanket wall to wall coverage nearly on every radio sta- radio programme uh, and every I radio station as well about it and it's been universally uh, positive uh, positive uh, Mary good afternoon <laughs> good afternoon Joe um well, I, it's described to me as the eagerly awaited adaptation of a novel, yeah. which I never heard of. So naturally, I tuned into it. Yeah. And, uh, I, well, I, I'm sure the novel would have, was very good, and I mm. think it was uh, came across as about a, maybe a very disturbed teenage girl. But for for viewing, I, don't, I think it was... Um, I don't know how they got the young actress to play the part in the first place. Daisy oh. Edgar-Jones, yeah. Yeah, she's twenty-one. Which they were very good. She's twenty-one, but she yeah. came across as about 
studied up to about 15. Well, she was, anyway, she was there as a, playing a six-year student, to take your point. Yes, of course, yes, of course, I, yes, that's right, I, I take your point. Well, I imagine, well, I imagine it was like something you would expect to see in a porno movie. Certainly not for family viewing. What would you see in a porno movie, Mary? Well, I don't know because I never watched one. I've just imagined. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. I love Joe's response. Yeah, just he is perfect. He's not giving away anything. Jeez. What? What? What would you be seeing in a porno? And she's like, "Well, what I imagine." So it's okay to imagine it. Just not watch it in front of your eyes, yeah. but keep oh, it in your head. That's fine. Disgraceful. So disgraceful. the first two episodes, specifically from what I've seen anyway, I've only seen three, but like, it's very sex based. Well, there's it's a very, lot of sex scenes. Which, like the sex scenes are very raw, real. You know all that kind of shit. Which is, I think, very. You know, if we are talking about like a coming of age TV show, like that is how you experience sex when you're that young. It's so, or even if you're not experiencing it, it's how you imagine it. It's how. It's the intensity of the sex scenes for me. If I'm going to get philosophical on your sorry ass, <laughs> <laughs> the sex, like the intensity and of the sex scenes, kind of just mirrors like their emotional kind of investment of the sex. Like it, it being yeah. so, it's like how you're saying about Marianne, right? Like people took that as her being described as being ugly but it was kind of more of a mirror of how she felt about herself and that intensity like realistically no 17 year old 18 year old is having like that sex as their first sex hell to (laughs) the no like being caressed being like oh just like like I'm I'd be looking to be getting that sex at 30 girls oh literally (laughs) I'd be like the way he holds her fucking Jesus the his wingspan oh my god (laughs) That Shane, that the silver chain. to be that Shane, that girls. Um, but uh, you know the intensity I thought was so well done because that is how intense your feelings feel in your first fancy, or if you get close to sex, or if you're just kissing, it is like yeah, you notice every touch, every like. Mm. I remember you know my first experiences with a man, which were actually later than school, but like I remember even just kissing guys in school, like. If they would touch the back of my neck, I would remember that so much. Or like every little oh God, touch, yeah. every kiss. If he tap, if he kissed me on the side of my eye, I'd be oh. Like, oh. oh, I remember my first date I ever went on. We were in the cinema, and my hand was like, you know, the little arm thing yeah. in between. My hand was on my knee, like not on the armrest, and his hand was on the armrest, but his hand was hanging down. And I remember he literally like graze the top of my hand with his fingers and I mean get me a mop I was like oh my god like it like made and it's like I remember us saying in a show and we're going to go into our own experiences at the I think in a while because it'd be good to indulge in them but like you're never hornier than when you're a teenager like you'll never be that wet again no you'll never be like oh like if a guy touches your cheek you're like another scene that uh really depicts that whole feeling which reminds me of what you were saying is in the virgin suicides when Lux Lisbon and um, Trip Fontaine go to the cinema and he like it's like they're barely touching but it's those first touches that you've ever had romantically of someone that you're into while since you're like (gasps) and then there's the whole anticipation of what's coming next okay so I touch you on the hand where do I go then you kind of and it's kind of like you can't believe it's happening 
you're like what 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 like you're freaking out like you're terrified as well and it's also like you don't it's like your hand is now another part of you you're like okay so I've touched his hand do I now go up the whole arm or yeah. do I go to the dick like you and you're it's like because like, you're like yeah you're like what's it like you're just it's just so far in territory yeah, yeah, like you yeah, know yeah. now like you're improvising totally you're like I I mean you hear of wanking you hear of touching you hear of kissing but I remember like to let's talk about some of our like first kisses those kind of things okay. I remember I was a secret frigid in school so that was the big thing about being a frigid whether or not you'd scored someone kiss someone if yeah you're unaware of the lingo oh, if you're unaware of the cool way I speak <laughs> French kissing so it wasn't you know it had to be a good old meet like we and actually called it like, meeting yeah people Southsiders like, called it scoring yeah we never called it scoring it was always meeting and he'd always saying, be, like, people scoring. would like shout in the middle of class like if you had a free class would be like are you frigid and you'd have to like have the utmost confidence of being like no and he'd have to have a story. I mean, we've definitely talked about that our, story. our stories yeah, before. Which obviously, when we went away to Spain, we were kissing lads and then yeah. coming back. Handily enough, no one had to know the lad or yep. anything like that. English. But, and I remember I was going around telling everyone, you know, what? not telling everyone, like I was put in the spot of being like, you've you kissed someone. It's like, yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. And then getting, I would be like that too, getting overly defensive. Yeah, I fucking have. Well, I have had people, <laughs> I remember this fella fucking hell, in fourth year, still frigid. My first um, kind of guy friend. I started to get friends with guys in fourth year and I was loving it. I was like, okay, one step closer to not being a frigid. I'm at least hanging out with some lads. So I was hanging out with them and the one I fancied didn't fancy me and this other one fancied me and I didn't fancy him. So I kind of saw my first kiss or my first me as like losing my virginity, obviously. So I didn't want to lose it to just any... Tom, Dick or Harry you know I wanted you're going to be... remember that for the rest of your life most oh important day of life well when I did finally kiss the guy that I was mad about I came home and drew it in my diary <laughs> yeah, I remember so you. like it, it did <laughs> yeah. mean a lot to me you know um, but I remember them asking like when I was hanging out with the lads they were like so you who'd you kiss I was like uh, Jamie English guy in Spain yeah Blonde, real tanned, lovely lad, nice lad, smoked. And they were like, oh yeah, what, what was it like? What was it like kissing him? I was like, uh, what? Duh. They were like, what do you do with your tongue? Like going, like oh testing me. I was like, what do you mean? Like I just put it in there and like, they were like, what did it feel like? Like testing me to the point of, I was like, Calling what bluff. the fuck is going to happen? Because if this is the question. Because you're such a bad liar. Oh, well. I'm an awful liar. And especially then, I'm a bit more practiced now, but like. I can imagine you then. I was just like, it's just like tongue. And it's just like, it's like your own tongue, but someone else's kind of. And you can actually taste what they eat. Yeah. Yeah. On the tongue. It's so mad, it's, yeah. that's why I like, thank God I had had a strawberry milkshake before the kiss. Anyway, let's move on the convo. <laughs> I would like, we didn't really have. I don't know, was I fr- I don't wasn't really friends with guys much in the school. We had a few guy friends, but they weren't really like guy groups as per se. Like there was like guys peppered in, but there was, I wasn't really friends with, like the group of lads. They were all kind of jockish in my school. They were all like rugby lads. Mm. We had a few guys who probably all ended up, I'm sure, probably I mean at the time quite camp men. Um <laughs> <laughs> being uh, hanging out with us. So we never really spoke about that, but like the girls would. And I remember what would happen a lot in my school would be they'd be like lunch would come or big break or little break whatever the fuck it was and they'd be like oh you know 
Nora is meeting Owen. Yes, I'm going to use Owen as an example. As Again. the girls always slag us for. They're meeting in the yard and everyone would have to go out and watch them. And like... Was that in secondary school? Yeah, in secondary school. Really? In like first year. Okay. First year, second yeah, year. Yeah, because we do that in primary school. We locked our teacher out of the classroom in primary school so that people could run into the toilets and meet. It was fucking wild. <laughs> Two cousins used to always meet in uh, my primary school. I know they were one-upping each other on yeah. meeting. Mine were incestuous. Yeah, we had incest, so fuck you. <laughs> my road. <laughs> so we all, like, in, I, this is in first year, second year, and because uh, the meeting conversation started to come in in sixth class, right? When you're still in primary yeah. school, that but you can totally get away. Like you're, oh yeah, like the girls who are meeting and the guys who are meeting are like completely outnumbered by the people who are frigid. So it's yeah, fine. there was only like three people who were meeting in yeah. my in primary school, and then everyone comes back from like that summer, and like there's all these new kids in your school as well. Like when I went to school, like like loads of people I didn't know um, so they were all not frigid and you're like what the fuck and yeah so there'd be this circle and like so two people would be like meeting and like everyone would be watching but then like often what would happen was like then like during that meet one of the guy's friends would come up to you and be like my friend wants to meet you will you meet him and it would be like you'd be so put on the spot but you had to do it and I would be terrified that someone was gonna come up to me like I might I'd be shaking in my flares <laughs> dare I say shaking in my buffaloes from Japan literally from Japan the shop, the shop not the country <laughs> yeah, the shop in uh, Donamede shopping centre yes so oh, bring that back literally um, shop. like if you're gonna call yourself Y2K bring out your fucking uh, Jap- Japan and Miss Money Penny clothes on because that's the real Y2K shit or okay? hairy legs oh hairy legs what was that no pudding nope never had Zoe one Zoe shoes oh wasn't allowed them I had a pair of buffaloes though Which I flexed on I had buffalo flares I had the flames yeah, ones Yeah me too they, the were so they were the only ones Sick They were the only ones You should get Like they Any other buffaloes Back then were like lame It was like the flames Or GTFO Yeah Oh everyone had them Yeah Different um, coloured flames Oh yeah you know, Everyone had their own Kind of preference Of what flame mm. Um, so uh, that would happen And then I remember It kind of got like But it was kind of like Kids in my school That I didn't really know And then like The meeting The person who was meeting Was getting closer and closer To like my friend group And I remember like I think in third year My friend Anya Was meeting some guy We went to this There was like woods In our school And we went in there And I just remember like Semi running away Because I was like I can't be asked I was just terrified And like I was like Oh and there was always like my friend would always be meeting like the semi good looking guy and then their friend would be like some minger and I was like I can't like you're not getting to meet Jason and I have to fucking score this fucker like no way no offense okay I'm sure you had your glow up but like so did I thankful (laughs) (laughs) maybe there was a reason why I was getting those offers we were completely in each other's league (laughs) so yeah like that um, and then I'm, I'm trying to think like when I was older it was more like that's when I kind of remember like the normal people thing of like what I really liked in the show in the first two episodes was like him watching her from a distance and her kind of like turning up to functions and that's maybe more in the Debs episode right so maybe yeah. we're on episode yeah. three now he's watching her which also is difficult to believe when you're watching this so you know you follow them from the first and second episode where they have fucked numerous times and now here they are at Secret. the pre-Debs and he's only watching her and still tantalised. Now, surely he wouldn't be as, you know, kind of gazing at her in that, like, with such adoration. Yeah. If he'd already been so close to her and had sex with her but and I been in her bed and they've... Is it not the secret vibe? That's the thing. It's like he doesn't want to admit to everyone else that he's writing her, but he's still looking at her because he's like, can't take his fucking eyes off her, man. See, I would have preferred if that was portrayed in such a way as that like he was kind of shiftily looking at her shiftily you know? or Be- like as in or like, completely ignoring her because that's what would have happened yeah 
like he if was I, looking at her you know and people were commenting on him looking yeah. at her but you know there was no kind of because there I had been in like I remember that in school where like one weekend at someone's free gaff you'd score the fucking face off them you'd be <laughs> attempting to wank their half hard <laughs> penis they'd be like fingering you to the point of bleeding and you're yeah. like oh I love this <laughs> and then Monday arrives and you're like not even he doesn't even look at you you don't then you just take his follow his lead so you don't look at him and then oh you're like my what God. the fuck is going that on that was like my jam in school it was Same. like my the whole thing would be like I'd be MSNing I was not getting fingered in school whatsoever so that won't ha- was not happening but what I would be doing is like we would all like there was loads of kids in my school would all have each other on MSN right I'm sure it was the same yeah. years, which is like instant nudge me- <laughs> which was like instant messenger for all our youngins out there and um it like was attached to your Hotmail account. Your Hotmail, which was so sexy. Now uh, it's Outlook. Minging. And like, it's okay, so hard granddad. to use. Because sometimes my feckin' old email is still attached to stuff. And it's- oh, yeah. So um, we'd all be on MSN. And like I'd be like flirting with like lads in like the year above or my year. And then like in school to completely ignore. 100% blank. And then you'd go home and see them sign in. They'd be like, I signed in school today. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. So that was kind of like that feeling I so resonated with when like she was at the pre-debs or whatever. And like, she's kind of dancing. Like she's dancing, but like she's, she's dancing only to show off. dancing to show off. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. only dancing to get his attention. She's kind of like looking over her shoulder. But what would have happened in those situations in my experience is like, you're dancing to show off. The guy is literally not looking at you all. No. You're like, <laughs> you. And then, because I remember being in that situation and whether it was like, like I remember just going so OTT because they were refusing to even glance over for a millisecond to look at me showboating here and I would then like I know oh, get really drunk at the 18th and be like yeah like acting insane just to try and get them you to look over you literally thought that like it's attractive to be like if I act mental like yeah. genuinely disturbed this guy would be like ha she's cool when they're literally like, uh, yeah, you just wanted his attention. Like, for you didn't a split consider second. it being bad attention or him literally just oh, looking no. because you're squawking with your gal didn't pals matter. in the corner. Like, <laughs> like didn't matter you know? if it was bad or good. So she, like, this, so that was not like, and especially because it was on him. He was the one who wanted to maintain that secret. He didn't want to be known mm. that he was, you know, sleeping with Marianne. So I don't think he would have been like gazing at her adoringly. He more would have been like, uh, 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 is she talking to someone that maybe she could say that she's or like with texting me? her? I thought they could have brought that. Like, yeah, he would have been like, meet me outside for a smoke or like, like, cause that's so what happened. And cause I, I guess like, so in that, in that kind of scene in the Debs kind of situation, it was kind of meant to be almost a bit of an open secret that there was something going on between the two of them. Cause like people weren't like, <gasps> You know, like she was like, oh, he keeps looking at you. And then obviously there's the scene at the end where he like takes her home. Mm-hmm. And that scene also like kind of always annoyed me a bit. Like that whole like the guy grabs her tit, like the guy from the older year or yeah. something. And like that to me was a bit of a, that was lazy writing to me, if I'm going to be honest. Like I think they could have made that way more interesting for their characters. I didn't have to think it had to go to like a semi-sexual assault level. See, to like, me... <sighs> You know, what I didn't like about that is, you know, it did remind me of certain things in school where, you know, girls would make, girls would want that negative attention of... Like bra snapping kind of thing. The kind of like, oh my God, you know, it was kind of like sexualized to be, you know, assaulted in that way. 
by girls right. in school I didn't like that so I didn't like that like vulnerable Marianne you know she's no friends and the one time she goes out this guy just grabs her tit you know poor her kind of like victimizing you know her you know it, her being the victim and that seeing as like a nice place to be because then she gets the attention from Connell true you know? very true and I remember like people in school almost wanting that neg- negative attention because it makes you look like this damsel in distress look what happens if it you don't glamorize it is what you can yeah, mean totally. like, yeah totally so like, I think I agree I, I yeah I, I do agree with you on that and I just felt it was also like another and everything doesn't have to be realistic right but I felt like it was unrealistic in the sense of like we didn't need to be sold on Connell to be a hero to like save her from like this bold man and like there could have been a way more teenage way of like everyone kind of finding out like whether it's like you know him getting locked and scoring her or like I don't know there could have Do been you know just- what I, I would have loved which I think would have made it so much more believable and something just a bit more re- realistic if Marianne was like dancing and drinking and then like she spilled some of her drink and slipped a little bit like mm. not a big fall but like slipped a little bit and they he kind of went over to help her just like automatically you yes. know like oh and then people are like, why are you helping her? Yeah, and he'd be like, fuck off, Rachel. Or yeah. like if there was something that she was trying to get his attention and she ended up like semi-flirting with one of his mates and he came over and said, can I talk to you for a minute? Like yeah, that, yeah. like something that happens. Yeah, because it was too... Like, of course, that type of shit happens, but it, it's it a bit it's a bit intense. Like, to be honest, for me, it, it wasn't needed to like... The outcome of that situation was for Connell to kind of out himself and to show that he cares publicly for her and to bring her home yeah. and take care of her. Which I don't think she had to be like assaulted for. And it was a bit kind of unbelievable in the sense as well because a, a large conversation around the sex scene was the way that Connell presented the consent. And you know, he, they, she says, oh, do you, do you have a condom? And he says, is that what you want? He okay. was very much, you know, that was a big, it was On praised the way that um, that was shown because... That obviously young people who are going to be watching the show will then appreciate yeah. and be able to copy the way that he, you know, he made, God, it was so sexy the way yeah. he like, if you want to stop at any time, I was like, oh, salivating. It was so sexy. Mm-hmm. So that was um, great. But then, you know, what's interesting about that is like when you are having sex a lot of the time at that age, the two of you are kind of bundling, bundling mm-hmm. around trying to figure it out. Now, obviously he is because... Uh, it's alluded to the fact that he has had more experience but I feel like you know when I look yeah totally but when I look back at like situations in college and in school when you know ass grabbings to whatever was the fuck not not to be like little random things like people maybe being a bit too pushy with like will you meet me come on meet me whatever the fuck it was you didn't understand consent. You didn't understand what was okay and what wasn't okay. Now, obviously, we're trying to get into the phase now of like teaching people so they, they know. And that didn't exist, exist when I was growing up. You know, it was very much like trying to fumble around both ways. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So you're saying that like, um, it's it kind of doesn't make sense that she, that that whole like consent uh, conversation with Connell went so smoothly, but then... It didn't with the I'm other just saying one that, like, so with the other one where he just grabs her tit, and yeah. then there's this huge big furrow, and like, oh my god, are you okay? She's crying. Yeah, like there's so, uh, like, I don't think it is as that as that respected in school. If someone just kind of grabbed someone's arse, okay, you yeah, know, it would be you. more like, uh, but it wouldn't be seen as maybe that big of a deal where right. she's crying. Well, know? I don't think. I think um, they kind of. Because like Weren't a few of them like Oh my god Like they kind of all just Run after because she cried Yeah I and don't like know I just felt was, it was I do Just going back to that I yeah. think it kind of was like Glamorised And it was kind of It was like, a little bit Oh, I just always Even when I read the book I was like what like, I just don't think it's like When we're saying about The like realistic thing Those little things of like Feeling pressurised Into meeting someone Or kind of like When you do meet someone They go a little bit too far And they're like Under your shirt or whatever That's more the consensual Kind of um, ambiguity or whatever goes yeah. on in at that time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not lads going up like fuck that. I don't know. It's not like lads grabbing tits or grabbing arse. That's more so when you're in your freaking thirties and late twenties and in clubs and stuff like yeah. around, yeah. like in people with you know large amounts of like alcohol on them and all that. Kind yeah, of stuff. or when they're so used to being sexually like driving, yeah. you know, when it, lads and they're fucking your boss with like, oh, grabbing a tit. But like in school, it was definitely a bit more difficult to describe to people, and it yeah. wouldn't have well, been as public. Well, he was meant to be in college. That was, he remember that guy was meant to be the yeah, year ahead. Yeah, but I still don't think it wasn't realistic. Time. Yeah. Well, anyway, we can I think move on from that then and talk about like uh, the heartbreaking thing when he doesn't ask her to the depths. Oh, it's so, that's realistic. I'll give that. That was that realistic. Is very realistic, and it was done so well. It was <clears throat> shown so well in the show where, like, he went home and he was kind of scarlet because, like, he was like, "Oh my god, I've kind of outed myself as caring for Marianne," yeah. and like, I told, like, you know, he did. Was it that night he told her he loved her? It was, wasn't it? When he yes, brought her home, yes, yes. he's like, he spilled his ghost base. He was like, "I do love you," and all this kind of shit. And then he, like, his emotional immaturity stunts him, and he's like. Oh, okay, I can't commit to this fully. So now well, I'm when gonna... he goes into school after that, they're all yeah. kind of, you know, Jeering. questioning him about it, and he's mortified. He's mortified, which you do feel like that. Like, even if you score someone you like in school, when you go into class the next day, if they were like, Whoa, look who's walked yeah. in, your boyfriend's over there, you're like, I hate him. Yeah. I could murder him. I'm Because you blame sorry. them. You're like, look what you've made happen. Yeah, you you're know? like, you're just like, you want to like resist it so much because. The embarrassment. You don't know how to deal with that. Like, you don't know how to deal with that, like, scarlet feeling of being like, I'm a show. When really, like, 
you, all you have to do is be like ha, 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 and then everyone laughs with you and then it's over you know you learn that yeah. in later life but like when you're a teenager everything's so much more sensitive and you know you kind of you know you're like on the pendulum it's like you just swing all the way the other way so what he did was like he was like it would have actually been a really easy out for him to be like yeah look I've been shagging Marianne and I like her and then no one would have come up against him because mm. like they'd be like oh Oh, okay right go on then yeah. you know that way but instead he's like okay I'm gonna go back to the yeah. popular girl who I used to shag and get her to go to the devs with me because that would be like seen as socially acceptable and and it's easier and mm. it's well he seems to be very the kind of person who is accepted but not like you were saying earlier for being the big joke or a big personality more so just going under Blends the radar in. and I think he seems to be a man of few words and also someone who doesn't like attention so yeah. it would have to be a real big statement for him to be like yes I'm taking Marianne I really like her it was so much easier for him to which is an insecurity thing and that's yeah. really well played for his character I think it's like when you, oftentimes when you think of like insecurity we think of I think very much and maybe it's just because we are girls but like we think of it from a very female perspective I think of insecurity around yeah. like how you look or, or your makeup or your boobs or your waist fancy you but Men's is men do uh, men's is, is men do uh, portray especially as teenage boys insecurity so differently and it's so much more like fragile or de- well like, it's so much more hidden yeah it's so subtle like and I remember any time going out with like in sixth year like when it, sixth year was like the time I think you're going out and this is what it is yes. in normal people it's sixth year so like it's there's eighteens there's the devs there's the pre devs there's a part I remember there was parties on like sometimes twice a weekend like two eighteens. And um, God it was lit <laughs> It was so lit So lit I don't know how the parents Just randomly let us Have full blown sashes In oh, their gaff And messy ones Writing Vomiting <laughs> Spilling Like all sorts of stuff Fighting But um, I remember Like all the girls Go together All the guys go together And then we'd all be At the party Girls very much are like You know Would get a few drinks Into them and be like I just feel so Bad compared to I you know. bitches And like guys don't present or display no. any of their emotions. You know, they're either quiet or else they're like, gay. Yeah, yay. they either are like peacocking through their insecurity or they're like, please don't notice me, please don't notice me, trying to be hide almost. And Connell's like, that's his character. That It's exactly what you said. Like, you hit the nail on the head with that one, that it's like, it is his insecurity by being like, okay, what will make me the least noticed? Yeah. And it's then what would make him the least noticed is, um, sorry, my phone is. Uh, Vibrating. Um, what would make him the least notice is obviously like doing what is seen as like socially normal. Yeah, and, being and she's in their group. Normal. Like he's obviously in a certain group, and she's in that. So it was, it would be like the known thing, and it, so that's what he did. And then we see Marianne when he goes to tell her. It's just like the coldness of what they once had. This like really intense binding relationship where he had said that he loved her, and yeah. she had disclosed some personal information and. Then suddenly he's just like making a show of her. And then he goes over to her gaff and like she's obviously kind of shook from the night before. And there is that whole thing. I remember being a teenager too of like you tell someone that you fancy them. They tell you and you're kind of like, but then you get this anxiety of like, oh, what's going to happen next? And I imagine that was kind of similar. Like she woke up in his house and it was just this really awkward moment and she had to leg it home and they saw the mom and all. She yeah. was like, fuck, I've been caught out. But then maybe she was getting a kind of, 
oh maybe this could just mm-hmm. work out like Connell was openly into me last night the mom was seeing me my mom the mom liked the me the friends she, knew so maybe she was and so for her to be feeling like she was probably getting a step closer to him coming over being accepted and, and being like I've asked Rachel to the Debs not personal or anything it's like it's not a big deal like I and, felt that like that cut through oh. me and I remember to go on personal oh. stories my first boyfriend he was in sixth year I was in fourth year and we started like meeting I'd say around springtime then he did his leaving and we kind of scored for a bit over summer like June and at, by the end of June he was like oh will you go to the Debs with me and I was like I mean I was terrified honestly if I'm going to be completely honest mm-hmm. I was like Fuck, 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 fuck. I was going to have to get a fake ID. I'm going to have, like, it was like, but I was obviously yeah. like, absolutely, yes. I was also like, I have to tell my mom and dad I know I'm fucking, like, kissing a sixth year. Like, we had not had sex or anything, yeah. you know? Like, I was like, oh, do I have to have sex at all in the night? Like, the, the fucking anxiety. But I was It's like, like mini wedding. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, I may as well be like, put a ring on it, you know? And I was just, and it was a flex too. Like, if you're fourth year going to a Debs. Oh, major flex. Ma- like, I would have been in fifth year then, but like, you know, Aston fourth year so <laughs> and like it just they were a cool you know they every few years they have a cool sixth year like they were like a cool year yeah. like they were a cool year so it would have been a deadly devs to go to yeah and I was like deadly and then in July he like kind of ghosted me towards the end of July and I was like and the devs was I guess in August sometime uh end of August I think and mm-hmm. I was just like what the fuck and then like he ended up talking to me then through Bebo and he was like we kind of got back together and then he was like oh and by the way I forgot I already asked someone to the deb so you can't go and I was like uh, oh oh and had you told people I hadn't told my mom but I told like all my friends and it was just like uh, to not only be like I'm not going but to be like we're back together but he's bringing another girl oh god like, what? and it was like he was like yeah it's a girl I used to be scoring like last year and we had all made this packed I guess like that they were like a group of friends and like, they mm. paired each other off and all that which you know whatever but like I was like but I was to be honest deep down the nerd inside of me was kind of delighted because I was like thank god I, I mean, don't have to face the whole drama just like the like telling my mom and they were like mad like would have been a mad old night if you know what I mean so I was kind of freaked Debs out Debs are insane they are Insane. Remember that random tradition that used to be you'd go to your Debs and then on the bus home you'd get dropped to Leisureplex and play bowling in your Debs dress. No. That was a I've never north side heard that. for us anyway tradition. Like you'd get the bus to drop you to Leisureplex. I always thought there was something about breakfast rolls. You get a breakfast roll. Yeah, you get that up in the yeah. Debs. I remember on the dance floor they were handing out the breakfast I rolls that at like 5am yeah. in tin foil yeah and I was like I'm a vegetarian so they just gave me a Yople yogurt <laughs> they put a few wedges in it for you and Probably. an egg yeah Fuck true sake. I know I was like, no rushers. it's the most random night ever like first of all you have to get a Hummer or a limo or something like we that we got the bus did you? We just got like, do you know, what? there was a one group. Everyone was like getting limos and getting party buses, and um, the monk's son was in my ear, so they owned that big Hummer. So a load of people were going in his fucking Hummer, and they thought they were cool. To be honest, kind of a cool flex. Um, and my me and my group of friends were just like, we just weren't ours paying for that, and no one was getting the like school organized bus, so we had the whole bus to ourselves. We were like, "Fuck it!" It was like twenty quid. I was like, "I'm not," because none of us were like. There was a few people going without dates, 
Mm. And a few people had been to Debs before And like I just wasn't into the whole Charade of the Debs thing Like I was going and it was fun But I wasn't like mad into it And like my friend Anya was like Her date had been pulled to a different group So she was getting a limo with them So we kind of You know we were It depends if it works out Yeah but if it, Like you know me and all my friends And everyone really in our year That I knew got the limo oh, Now yeah. there was obviously the limo politics Like who's going on what limo Yeah Who are you bringing How much is it Where are we got like So expensive we just got the lowest grade one Like a banger oh, yeah. of a fucking thing <laughs> 1992 <And laughs> Probably And it was so gas Like you'd have your Bottle of Prosecco there For your like girl shite. And it's shite And we stopped at the off license Gosh. To get more stuff And we all met like And the limo would collect From each house mm. Now what I also didn't like About the fucking normal people When do you have a Debs Where it's just Connell And The Rachel's two parents that that's all. Like that was my Debs. Really? Yeah. We had like a big charade. Like some people have like Debs parties and stuff. I just wasn't arsed with that shit. That was a big thing around where I'm from. Like for like for years, like my sisters, my brother. Like it was a big thing. Yeah, all of the road. Would a lot go of on. people were into it in my school as well. I was just like, I that is the most gratifying thing. I was just like, Ugh. and like see, I was bringing my boyfriend who wasn't in my year. He was out of school two years, so you know what I mean. It wasn't like, yeah. Uh, and then I think Yeah a few of my friends Just didn't bring dates They just went with each other So like it wasn't really In my friend group There were people who did it I, I think just love that it whole was very Irish much, tradition Oh yeah Of like It's you very know, much a real Popular person thing I think Like if really? you're in like The popular group Yeah defo Or like rich people Kind of shit Maybe because it would be like you know, you know and Very is, Malahide Very Malahide yeah. Like oh, They're all going to them. It was yeah Like and the it, whole road is in there I think also like Your school Where our schools would differ And where I agree with you Because it would have been like this Normal people Well I think it would be like that In the like country a, yeah Because it's a town So everyone Who goes to the school Is probably from the town But like say from my school Like everyone was from Kind of all They're all, all from over. different places But yeah like for us It's like a known thing Like yeah. we were like we're all from the same area So the limo collects at each one So yeah. like the limo was waiting outside All the kids at the on the road get in The limo for a picture And all that kind of shite you know And it's great like your mum does have The Prosecco, the Carlsberg yeah. A couple of hummus dips And the breadsticks out for the neighbours And whoever's popping by So then you go to each one And it's the crack Like it's so much fun But like you're starting drinking from like 4 o'clock in Four? the day 4? Because that's when the party is And oh. then you have to go To each gaff Like It'll so you get ages. in the limo Then you go to Like the other estate To collect the other people Of the limo you know mm. My school yeah Was definitely more like I think everyone had Their individual parties And then the limo would Just swing by and pick you up That's what I'm saying Yeah, yeah like yeah. the limo is going To well, like you wouldn't go gaff. into The other party Yeah no we wouldn't No no Oh no. you wouldn't Okay no. okay okay Yeah so you go around And like but like you collect And there's that, that whole Even that whole politics Like we'll collect this person At seven So your party yeah. has to be on At this yeah, time yeah, yeah. And there was a big thing Of the guy having to bring The corsage Yeah I give. I had a corsage Alright definitely They're beautiful It's like an orchid Yeah they're just so Also minging though There's something I just, loved it I hated mine I was like Ugh. I, I was loved like, it's it It's ruining my outfit I what just, was your outfit Your dad's outfit I got a dress off eBay Being a sustainable queen From the 50s I got like this Like old vintage dress It was so cute And I got my aunt Who is a dressmaker To alter it for me Cute It was so cute I got mine from Omdiva Another sustainable flex. Oh yes my Back gosh. in the day Omdiva Hello, used to be queen. See always sustainable Just don't go on about it Um 
yeah on TV used to be in George's arcade like actually in the arcade and she used to go over to India and get saris and then please like, tell re- me you wore a sari it was a sari remade into a sexy dress <laughs> like <gasps> this fuchsia pink and gold so cool sari but like had made little frill sleeves tits like oh, so cute. sexy and um i had an updo randomly because so i was I, worried about sweating at the deb so i, I was had like, a, keep it up. i had a beehive <laughs> a little mini one like it wasn't like a massive one yeah. and i got my makeup done in bobby brown oh i did my own makeup i kind of like oh still on that bobby brown flex still on that bobby brown flex baby i but, just got um, it done real i was like obsessed with um breakfast at tiffany's at the time like obsessed I was like Audrey Hepburn stan and Marilyn Monroe stan so I was like so into that like vintage vibe and I just wanted to look like I remember being like I just don't want to look dated um so I'm gonna <laughs> so we'll go for a dated look <laughs> well no I meant like I didn't want to I'm which I'm glad I didn't because like some of the looks are like so 2007 what you was know, your like, the most popular dress of your year the kind of I don't know like I can't remember, really remember my depths mine was so many people wore those huge big cupcake oh, dresses really? I think, I think it was mine... around the time Katie Price and Peter Andre got married so mm. a lot of people because she wore that massive gypsy wedding style I have a kind feeling of dress. mine were just more the majority of people were just wearing very boring, like sleeveless. Yeah, there's loads long, of those as well. Gold, like baby blue, but it's like lemay. Do you remember that one girl who was like, "Me and my mum are actually going over to New York to get our Deb dress." Oh yeah, yeah. I don't we might hit Dubai if we can't find it in New York. It's like, like what fuck the fuck? My friend, I went was, on the forty-two to town to get mine. Yeah, mine was like, um, I think my friend Anya looked the coolest at our Debs. She got a freaking dress in Topshop, which was. So cool. cool. It was a flapper mini dress. Oh, cute. It was like all fringe. And she wore like all these pearls. She looked so damn cool. That's so cool. Of course, I went to go study fashion design. She looked the best. And then I'm trying to think what else people wore. I can't really remember. My Debs is such a blur and not for the drunkenness. I think it was just so unforgettable. Like, I remember like being in my house. So forgettable. Oh, sorry. Yes. completely forgettable I went yeah to my house and I went on the bus and I remember the bus and that was gas and we were all like locked and all and we all had cans on the bus and stuff it was so fun it was like going to a festival it's so fun and then we went I remember being there I'd kill to go to Debs <laughs> really I loved them I only went I only to went to one I only went to my own one and then I went I remember the meal randomly because I remember just being like this is so it's like random Christmas and dinner. yeah it's like disgusting in your gown in the full gown the regala and then I remember being like at the bar and seeing people and like getting drinks and all and I can't really remember the nightclub part I remember it ish I remember how it looked and then I remember my friend Anya hit my boyfriend in the face because she hated him so much she was a badass and she got kicked out of the depths oh my god <laughs> that was like I remember the- getting searched for cocaine and um, like that the, really? everyone got searched and I think one or two people They'd find cocaine. I, I think, think pills were big in my ear. Coke ear. at the depths? Oh, yeah. Fuck? Always Coke at no depths. one, yeah, but like for, you know, in school, like no one was talking about it. Like there was like two people in my year of 700 that were doing Coke. So was, 700 people in your year? I'm probably wrong. Oh, right. Okay. I was like, Because that means that there was like 10,000 people in my fucking school. <laughs> I fa- I I'm not I'm dyslexic with numbers. I swear, I don't know numbers. <laughs> there could be one hundred people in a room. I'm like, there could yeah. be what? There's ten thousand people in my school. <laughs> but um, I do remember my Debs so well. I just, it, it was just such the talk for the two years about your Debs. Like, who are you bringing? Who are you bringing? And I just was such a fucking virgin. 
and didn't have a boyfriend, didn't know how to get one. The one guy I liked was the quietest boy in the world. Tiny midget man didn't fancy me. Oh yes, we've heard. So I remember. I was story. like, how the fuck am I gonna get someone? What the hell? And then I just ended up getting someone from the church, like one of my family friends, Jason, who was a really nice date. He was like, thank God, because I knew him and all that. But I remember the teachers would be at the Debs. Yeah, well. that was fun though, because you'd like have a pint with your English I teacher. Know. And you're like, like, hey, Mister McMahon. Yeah, and, was, and everyone would be like, he's locked. Look at him. Yeah, yeah. like, he's flirting. He's flirting. There'd always be like rumors of like last year he got locked at their Debs because like, it was all like. I remember it was your year heads went in my school, I think. I think a yeah, few were yeah, there, yeah. but I think it was mostly your year heads. Yeah. Or your, what are they, form teachers, I guess. And then your year head would go. Yeah. But a few of the random ones would pop their head in. Yeah. And yeah, it was so fucking weird. It's so man. weird. It was such a weird. They're also in suits. Yeah, I remember like, <laughs> so you eat your dinner and then there's this band. And like the strokes were so big that year. And they were playing loads of the strokes. And I literally felt like it was Judy and Castle. Yeah, like, you're like, my, uh, uh, the strokes. Me and my friends who were also like obsessed were like last night like having the best time ever and then down to this like gas looking fucking nightclub and dancing like in the dress. The fact that you're in the dress for the whole night. Most people have their devs in the same place as well don't they? I can't remember the name where mine is. I know I'd love to know where mine was. Was yours like like a big like I think they're all the same it's like a big dining room and then you go into this club and it's like you go downstairs yeah, to the club. I think most, I remember, co- most places in the north I'd have their devs in the same I remember place. it was like there was Pluto like, it was yeah, like space lights. themed <laughs> yeah. it was space themed I think mine was can anyone same. tell us where that is because I'd love to have a little weekend in, away there it's in Meath or something yeah, isn't it it must be in Meath and, like, and the fact that so to mangoes in normal people's where um the pre-debs anyway is filmed. The fact that Connor was down fucking the road from me, not even down there, like like t- ten meters I away could from spit me, spit over <laughs> like oh the fact that when we were like reading, we the were book, probably recording in my gaff. Probably remember when we were reading the book, like it was like people were like they're making the TV show now. It was probably right then. He was oh literally down God. the road from us. What the actual fuck? What the fuck is he so good looking? It's I mean, beyond his cheekbones are literally. The highest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Kate Moss could never. Like his, he's so good looking. I've never considered Ga, but now I am like, no, I don't, I don't mean playing. <laughs> Please do. I am now a Kamogi girl. And you're Kamogi's the one with the stick. Yeah, I know. And it's all the same thing. It's Ga. No, Ga is the ball. Oh, I thought Ga was like the whole, just all Irish sports. I don't know. Not all Irish. Oh, like, I think there's like, like, the, Ga like the Ga association, but then like hurling is different to. Gaelic football yeah but either way either way we don't have a fucking clue (laughs) it is so hot like I was writhing around the bed at those gas scenes (laughs) oh my god like thank fuck it took the BBC to make the gas sexy oh true like if I'd known before how gorgeous they do look with the big legs on them I don't think they look like that baby girl they're hot I think they are I can't like when the pubs are open I'm not going to be watching Usually I just like I turn my back to the telly yeah. Glued now Gorgeous sport it is <laughs> Okay It's a beautiful sport And I'll hear nothing of it No It's like when my mom Tries to pretend to me She likes gosh She's like I do I support Dublin I'm like <laughs> Okay bitch Go on Go on ahead oh my and pretend goodness. It gals Go to a gal match Imagine that it vlog It gals It gals <laughs> So um, The last episode That I watched uh, And you'll remember From the book anyway I know you haven't got around To watching yet Is when they go to college And that's when we Kind of get like Plot twist Because I thought Something that they dealt with So well was like Connell is as we said popular 
in school. Yeah. He is cool. He is accepted. He's above Marianne. He's above Marianne. And he's found, he's had it very easy. I think coming from a small town and just has always been accepted into this cool group. And he never really has had to work. As we said, he doesn't really say much. He's never really had to work on his personality to make friends. Yeah. He's never had to he's push himself. He's just intelligent and he's good at gaff. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. And it just ha- I think also a lot of it to me is like he's friends with the right people. He fell into the group kind of. Because of the gaff. But even if I don't know Like I think Well I think in the Especially in more rural places Like I yeah. mean Oh you're definitely you know, very well is so Bled into the Town So if you're playing it And if you're good at it You're automatically Accepted to this yes. Religion almost Yeah yeah, so, yeah And he's meant to be Really good at it as well yeah. So um, But then he goes to Trinity And Trinity was obviously Something that Marianne Uh Encouraged him to apply mm-hmm. for it That was the big thing in the book He kind of was like Oh I'll just go to NUIG Where all of his mates were going And she was like You should go to Trinity Like you're really smart Like the two of them Were the two pupils in the year That were like pegged to get Like 600 points I think So they were She was like You know try And you can go with me And he was kind of Given this hope of a friend But they had obviously got Become estranged during mm-hmm. it You know they do their leaving search She drops out of school Or she does it separately And she kind of drops off The face of the earth After the whole Debs fiasco Yeah and um, he turns up to Trinity and I thought they dealt with it so well in the show and in the book of like he's just so like lonely like they do it so well that he's like living in this like kind of shy gaff with these random people and he's kind of going into class and it's very much like you know he's kind of like going to class going to the library going home going to class going to the library they also deal with it really well and it was so nostalgic for me oh my god of when he's in this um Tutorial With like Which is like a small group setting In Trinity So you'd have your lectures Which would be like With like 100 200 people or whatever Yeah And then you'd have your tutorials Which were small breakaways Like 12, 15 people And it would always be more intensive And there's just a certain type of person That like flourishes Within a tutorial setting And then like (laughs) me And it was just like I always found it just so it, it made me feel like I Not that I don't belong here But I was like These people were taught Differently to me Like their school Setting was different mm. Or Even the way their brains Are trained to think Was very different So in tra- Like I'm obviously From the north side And like you are a minority At least I was anyway Back then Which is around the same time Which I always kind of Really felt very close To normal people Because it's meant to be Around like 2012 I think that they're in college And that's when I was there And you know If you didn't go to that Like Upper echelon If you weren't From a private school In Dublin Or if you weren't uh, A lot of English people there Come from private schools Over Trinity You're You are a bit On the outside And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean You can't infiltrate it But it's harder Because all of these people Know each other The south side Kind of clique Of private schools They mm. all know each other Whereas like in The north side Like I wouldn't be Knowing people from like Your school Even though we're down yeah. the road Like you yeah. know People from your own school because that's enough for you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah There just wouldn't have been many Like social settings Exactly You know Exactly Where like more in the south side There's probably more like You know Parties and soirees Definitely Definitely Or their parents would all know each other Because they're all yeah. rich You know They're in the country club And, together. and tennis club and everything And he's in this fucking tutorial And like they're talking about some book Because he obviously studies English And they're like I just thought that the empathy level Of this book was absolutely astounding We're really given a curveball And these are students And he is sitting there like Uh like he's obviously meant to be a smart guy But yeah. he's just like Huh? And he's doing the reading And he's not getting it And then like the teacher The teacher Well the uh, professor is like Anyone else? Any other words? Connell how about you? And like that has happened to me In t- tutorials before When you're just like Oh god Like people have just made Incredible points And you're like 
he was like oh uh yep basically just uh agree with everything that everyone else said oh and you're just like oh but like there is that feeling of he obviously had come so sure of himself you know a lot of people are in those situations where they're they're the popular one and they're like I will be like this forever yeah I will never have to work at this and then you go to college and it's like I also remember that weird shift from school to college where in school even if you were intelligent or academic in classrooms it wasn't cool to be like you know hands up for like answering the hamlet thing you know yeah like it wasn't like well i think actually what is impregnatingly real is <laughs> this piece let me just say miss uh, my thing it's like no, yeah no, it is let me take the floor <laughs> yeah even it's like it's cool to be kind of like doing your work at home and getting the good mm. grades but to be like hands up in the class was always a weird shut up scotch yeah, don't you like, oh, okay and that's okay. all like and that's like teenage insecurity because like someone would come out with something really smart and everyone's like oh, yeah <laughs> like it was just cool to kind of get by like if you had yeah. to read out in front of the class just to be able yeah, to read <coughs> it really normally and do it well that was fine but like to be safe you got up and you were like the wind brushed across her feet. You know, oh, yeah. it was not was cool always, to be into the work. Doing always, it well, good. But there was like, always one kid who would get so into it. He was like, well. okay. And everyone's like, wow. But then in college, when I was like, was in NCAD, where I went, we only had, on Fridays, you'd have your lectures yeah. and stuff like that. So it would be art history, whatever the fuck they were ta- teaching us about. And I was like, ding. And I was like, oh, great. This is like our day off. Because we, it was such a small percentage of your work, the written um, the written pieces or whatever and some people would be like I just think it's incredible that the use of cool tones with Rothwell it's like what? <laughs> Stay to you but and everyone's everyone like, like shut up Lindsay Shh, I'm trying to hear it's like, oh no that was integral integral to the movement and I'm like <laughs> y- y- y'all were listening? What? It's cool to be good at something because it's your choice when you're yeah. going to college you're choosing to do something so and I think it's just maturity you yeah. know it's like you get to this and you're in you know in uh, Trinity as well like when you're in tutorials you'll be in tutorials with like third years and you know people oh, really? from yeah because you all use the same same modules mm. you know that way you're all you do the same exams and stuff um so I remember that like very clearly in Trinity and just feeling like you can feel out of your depth very very quickly and it's hard to keep up and you're you're just like oh my god like not only do I have to be like have a you it's just this level of confidence that some people have where like I found it like I got better towards the end of my college degree but it was so hard the first few like years to be like putting yourself out there like putting it like you know, here's my thoughts on um, Cicero's letters to Rome. Because you, in my mind, I'm like, what if I'm wrong? But like, yeah. in college, there is no wrong. Answer. And as well, you kind of realise, like, I remember that oh, being arse. like, yeah, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? And then I was like, hold on, you're actually talking such shit. Um, if you present Especially it in, in a certain, college, <laughs> and if like, you present it in a certain way, yeah, people are like, interesting point that you see those delicate fine lines yeah so I've never heard like, that before oh, grand I can pull shit out of ours too <laughs> I remember when in NCID it would be in painting anyway you all had your little space and when there was a project you were left alone really for like three weeks or however long it took and like sometimes the tutor would you know wash up after being not in for days okay Lindsay what do you do? And it would be me painting a unicorn or something. And um, I remember I used to bring the guys I fancied into my uh, studio, into my little area and just like dress them up with lipstick and stuff and then paint them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weirdo. <laughs> and um, 
I remember this one guy who was such one of those in college, like nonstop shiting. Like everyone was like, Frank, Frank, so good. Frank, Frank. He had a blank canvas. So when we were going around (laughs) describing what we'd done with the, because they give you like an idea and then you have to expand on it and make your piece. And he had a blank fucking canvas. And I'd put string all around the college and was like, art is the cancer of society. (laughs) And I'm not going to partake. And they were like, Again, Frank. Again, blown it you are out. brilliant. I was like, <laughs> blown it out apart, Frank. I fucking hate this shit. But like, it is such a, especially after the hangover of summer. You know, like summer after doing your leave insert, when you get your points, you know you're going into college. You're, you're like, like hanging out. You might have a six year holiday, or else you're just getting locked going out. And then you're in college, and there's people who would have spent the summer fucking studying or just people coming from better schools that's what I really yeah. found like there was people like who were just better than you because yeah. like if you like I'm it, with our college like I was one of the best at art in school but then I was with oh yeah all of the good artists from all of their schools and they're way better than me like our first thing that we had to do in NCID was you were told to bring in random ob- objects for the first day so I brought in my random objects you had to put them down in your little um on your desk and draw them yeah, and I just was like, okay, and I, I drawing was my strong point, and I remember looking around, and people instantly <laughs> drawing them perfectly because actually, Laura Callaghan was in um, my year in my first like she was in my class mm-hmm. in the first class that I ever I was in, and she her stuff is so her stuff intricate, is incredible, and she could always just draw like exactly exactly the thing, and I was like. Hold the fuck on (laughs) What Oh my god And that was the same Ish with me In school as well Like I was always like You know I did history of art And classics And I was always like Big into reading And history and all Came really easy to me And I was like Okay this should be fine Like Mm. I got like like I remember like the reason I chose it was because in my mocks on my history of art paper I got like 95% and I was like grand I'll just study that I was like cool I'll become a historian that's sorted I'll just become an art historian Uh, brilliant cool and I went in and then like all of a sudden it was just like everyone's really fucking good and actually you're probably one of the like lower tier of good like there's people who there who are like outstandingly smart and you're just like Oh my god Oh fuck 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 And there was also people Who were willing to just be like In the library All goddamn day Like there was a scene In the fourth episode Where he's in one of his first I think his first lecture And you can just hear The lecturer being like I can't stress it Stress it enough Read often And read early Get through your reading list early And I remember hearing that And being like Yeah right And then at the end of the year Being like Oh I haven't read anything so it's like it's so good in that way and then I think we should talk about to end the ep of like you know we were talking about kind of unrealistic parts of Marianne's character in the first few episodes but definitely something in her trinity years which is very realistic is her then becoming a kill kill girl because I know we found we did find unrealistic in the first few episodes that like she has money and she's not cool but what's really realistic is when you're in journey and you are like she's from high society and is that an aspect of money Yes She's fucking cool in Trinity Because she can afford To live in a nice gaff She can be banging around All the cute other dudes Like in history And English And all that kind of shit And she's smart And she's smart And There's something about That About going to college And being Like that being Your flourishing moment I feel like some You look like a washed up celeb If you've been <laughs> 
previously if you've been popular in school and then you go into secondary school oh, as yeah. a, a popular person it's like move over it's the yeah. nerd's time because right? <laughs> yes. I was a bit like doi, doi, doi in school like just not like never there you know I was always like I remember in school I used to I've said it so many times just wear uh, concealer, concealer. So much concealer because I was so um, anxious about my skin because it was bad. So I just colour it all in with this like little thing I got in the chemist, the tea tree oil stick and wouldn't set it. So it was this gleaming oil slicked foundation look. And I remember like guys were like, Lindsay, can I have a slice of cake? <laughs> because I was caked and I was like, oh my God. And I would actually just want to melt and urinate and vomit at the same time. <laughs> But um, then I kind of got a bit killer in NCID. I was like more accepted because it was cool to be like alt. And definitely it stands to you more if you've had the history of being a bit like, oh, you know, down and out and like, no, I wasn't cool and skill were you? It's real lame if you're like, yeah, I was cool and skill. If you're like, I was in the most popular group, widely accepted. That's why they all hang around. Like a lot of like in my year anyway, the popular people now still just hang around. They didn't really migrate from their mm. group. Oh, totally. And like, I uh, I was very similar, like in school as well. Even though my school was kind of like an alternative kind of school, like we'd know yeah. uniform and all that kind of stuff. I still feel like your teenage insecurities, while well, you weren't like fully pushing your style or your weirdness, because yeah, yeah. you didn't want to be called out on it. Like there were days where I'd wear something and someone'd be like, uh, what the fuck? And you're like, oh, I'd want Never to, again. I'd want to run home and burn it. Like, you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you just want to dress how everyone else was dressing. Yeah, but then in college, like, I started dressing mental and like the more I did it the more popular I got it was like they were like whoa like me and my friend Leanne would wear like a full black smoky eye to college every single day oh my god every day without fit I would wear black eyeshadow all over my eyes I had my hair all back combed over to one side so did Leanne she had brown blonde hair I had brown hair we'd wear fur coats fishnet tights these little booties which indie was huge like Alexa Chung and all that kind of like English Peaches, style Peaches Geldof-y yeah. kind of vibe over Kind of like Yeah I fucking was very out London, last night Very London Kind of looking a bit yeah. bedraggled A bit like tea dress But also grunge Yeah it was like Yeah like just very London Fuck you rock and roll yeah, style very, Yeah thrown on Don't give a fuck Yeah but there was Me and Leanne also You know when you get like a, a It was very like us In the grunge days Like we just like Both found this weird style That we both would like to wear And yeah. it was very much our own Like we loved also Wolf t-shirts T-shirts with wolves on them. I had a wolf face. They were cool. I had a wolf jumper. Yeah, wolf jumpers. We would get wolf t-shirts. And we were like big into vintage. Because it was during the recession as well. So there really wasn't like... The Eager Beaver was really big. and Yeah, there were loads of deadly vintage Cool shops. vintage What was shops? the one across the road from George's Arcade? Kyle used to work in it. Wild Child, was it? Wild that Child. That shop used to be oh. so fucking good. That was iconic. You get proper 60s. Oh. Like... Deadly dresses and glasses and mad things like real fur, like going around in full like vintage. Now it's like you know at the end of the eighties, like in all those vintage shops in Temple Bar. Now it's like and this shit is in tatters. Oh, it's bobbledy old eighties jumpers that have been like moth eaten. Yeah, no thanks. They're not. You get deadly stuff, and you were yeah. There was like a lower amount of people buying them as well, so there was cooler shit in the shops. I feel yeah. Me and Liam would wear like. We were really into those like pa- like not fishnets but like patterned tights. Oh, they were so cool! Yeah. Really cool, like a full like a full lace tight. A lace tight, and we were really big into sequins. So like a sequin like 
dare I say caftan I actually like, want to, I remember when I was when I was in NCAD <laughs> Seagram Blazer I, I was um, across because Thomas Street where NCAD yeah. was so many charity shops oh, and I started ones. charity shop at age 12 so yeah. I was like obsessed since then and I went in across the road to whatever charity shop and I got this full red sequin dress and Iconic. I was like <gasps> I put it on straight away and I had to give my my end of year um, showing my art and I mean, my art was basically a rip off of Tracy Emin. I dragged in a few pillows from my mum's house. And, You're like, it's my bed. And yeah, literally, and stitched on like, God knows what I was writing. Like I remember my mum coming in and being like, what the hell is that? It was like, I, oh yeah, it was, I hate sleeping alone. I hate, still a virgin. I can't, like all these little, weird little poems that no. I'd written into the pillowcase and like then tea stained them so it looked like, I don't know, fucking cum. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, it's just like, and I insisted on holding a wine glass whilst giving my freaking. In your red sequin dress? In my red sequin dress. <laughs> in front of Tafina, my freaking tutor. Being like, yeah, it's just kind of like sex and sleeping and I can't stand sleeping alone. And like the thing was so heavy. It was so heavy. It was like supposed to be mini because of the weight. It was like down yeah. to my knees and like I think one tit was hanging out or something. <laughs> And like I remember another girl had got like an anorak where a big, yeah, some kind of anorak and I'd drawn a big dick on it. Of course. Because I'm sick to death of dick or like God knows what her political statement was but I was like eating it up. I was like that's too obvious and I mean I'd fully copied Tracy Emin. Fully. (laughs) Then I did printing and fully just redid hers and they were like you're just copying. Did they call you out on it? Yeah. Because I was like, I just really want to be like her. They were like, no, no, you can't just copy. I was like, oh. <laughs> Let me live. Then I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you really were sick of sleeping alone. I was. <laughs> it came full fucking circle. Yeah, like that was, it is mad. And then like, that's obviously, it's so Marianne that like she comes to college and her weirdness and like all the things that held her back in her small town that were appreciated yeah yeah made her actually played so to her strength because like little did she know all those years of like being a loner and like getting that sassy personality and all that kind of shit that she had in school like in college like that's like having a personality and like she was able to like talking freely in lectures like there's a scene in the thing that they show I don't remember it in the book but I'm sure it was in it where like she's in a lecture and she's like poning a guy like he's kind of being like now I just think this and she's like no blah 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 and everyone's like Ugh. because like she always had that in her that she could talk up yeah didn't give a fuck and I guess that's the difference yeah like she wasn't accepted because she was so peculiar and stood out yeah but in in school and Conal was so accepted because he didn't stand out so then that just is way more difficult when you're on your own in college because you don't have you can't depend on your like town and that's very much like I think what Sally Rooney really wanted to get across the like moving from the country up to the city because like even though you were um you know, not part of the big private school side side thing. At least you were like, you knew Dublin, oh, even how to move around Dublin, totally. the buses, the area. You didn't you knew have to where move to live. Like I was still with my mum and dad. Yeah. Like, you know, you still have like 
I've been going it's into town since I was 15 like. you know that yeah. way so I knew town I've been going out in town I knew the cool clubs like loads of people who moved up from like the countryside or like outside of Dublin like were going to random clubs and, and they we were like getting their dinner super max like not knowing where like, else to go all of them were eating like on Trinity campus for lunch and you yeah, know yeah. that kind of stuff you could always tell people who were like hello Dublin. go to Lemon yeah we'd be like guys Lemon's over there and they're like what street is that or like yeah, it's yeah. Westmoreland Street like yeah. <laughs> but you know that you Dad. Uh, there was that and there was like usually in second year then all the people from the country kind of know they get their footing and then they like they're all grand you know yeah, but yeah. I, she she did portray that so well um, but yeah but it's so amazing and it's just so Irish and I'm so delighted to see you know that you were saying earlier that like some of your American friends are watching yeah, it yeah my friend Yuli is like I'm binging it it's so good she was like they look too old though and I was like I don't know I don't think they do I actually think they look I mean especially Marianne she looks so very young I think he But then could, there are guys Like who would have looked Really Especially like, big burly Farmer guys Yeah They were like, they're always Randomly like Oh yeah I'm 17 Did you see that meme It was going around The other week Of uh, Rizzo and Kaniki From Greece <laughs> It's and a it was classic like, meme yeah, it It's like, like I can't believe Greece had me Thinking these people Were teenagers They're fully 45 <laughs> So Rizzo like maybe kind of looks like 20 But like It's not beyond They're also He's 24 and your one's 21 Yeah so no, like, it's They're very like, close to being yeah, 18 And again with like You know The blue hued lighting Like mm. it brought out the redness The flush stuff like And she's like sweet. wearing like no makeup Yeah, and no, yeah. They, they do portray it so well And like Yeah it is It's so cool to see something That's not like Twiddle dee dee Irish being Accepted yeah. as not an Like I like that it's not being Thought of as an Irish show It's just being sh- thought of As yeah, a really it's good It's very not Story There's not really Irishisms We were discussing that earlier Like even there There's the hint of the accent But the accent isn't pushed at all Like it's very Like it could mm. be You know it's not like hurry, 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 hurry. But it's not overdone And yeah. I think when I was talking About Irishisms I more meant like Specific like little nuances That I feel like Even just the whole thing Of like him going from like Sligo to Trinity Or why he would have been Going to NUIG Like when you go to college In Ireland You kind of know The little differences And that There are things That I like about it That everyone can understand But I feel when you're Irish I do think you get Like a slightly Bit of a better Like even just seeing The English people In Trinity Because I know for a fact Some of my friends Are watching that And not even realising Those English people Are English They think they're all Fucking Irish You know that way So we just know That person And also because there's not a lot of Irish like landscape on television no. like seeing Tamangas which is literally down the road from me being like on captured in that sense I was like mind blown because we just don't see like it's the, we don't we don't appreciate like in um, movies like even if you have the likes of Fair City they don't really have shots of Dublin or shots no, of other stuff it's all on but the like set. yeah but in lots of, like you see that loads with there's so many English shows that would have like loads of London or Manchester mm. or whatever shit like we don't really showcase it in that sense like, yeah it's a, like it's funny seeing in the ones where he's in college and he's like walking around Trinity and it's just there's the, nothing like, like I literally live for seeing Dublin and Ireland yeah. on TV and knowing like people from all over the world are seeing I it know, I'm like, like are you fucking I go fucking there. city like when I saw Tamangos I was like me and Jenny get Carvery there my <laughs> fucking god of Connell saw Carvery if he saw Carvery he'd probably love it Oh he's so good looking It's beyond he's It's beyond rich. I find it uncomfortable In some ways to watch Because he's just so So good looking And the way Dare he, I say he's a sexy man Which is extremely rare So sexy And 
caring and just underact the character perfectly. Connell was that too though. Oh, he we, was. we did think this after the book uh, we were like Connell is right and seeing him personified I'm like oh I'm not able I'm not able like you gotta find that meme I I, I someone sent it to me yeah. it was like someone dressed up as the tin man or something being like <laughs> me cosplaying as Connell's chain like the chain I'm like imagining the coldness of it against his neck and being like oh, I could lick it I'm, I'm obsessed with him Paul Mescal Where the fuck have you been all my life I just love that the second name is Mescal It makes me think of Mescal That drink That tequila drink I'm It like, makes me think of a rascal He's a little rascal Holy <laughs> rascal But yeah It's amazing And it's the perfect time to watch it Because Choir Has been very nostalgic for everyone And it's totally heightening That feeling of nostalgia Out of school And being at home And not really allowed out And, and everyone relates to a shows. love story I think um, But yeah Anyway We don't need to endorse it It's all, all over everyone's TV But enjoy Go it, watch girls. Enjoy And we'll be back with you next week Bye Bye, guys.